Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is already the 13th of June. We're almost to the middle of the month, 5.30 in the morning in L.A., and I have to be on the road at 6.15. Could you imagine? Best time in the world to be on the road in L.A., only because there's no traffic at that time, which is why I'm leaving. I have like an hour trip, but it will be without traffic. So hopefully that will work out. So today I have a ton of dreams. I think most of which are anonymous except for one, but we'll get through them. And if I miss your dream this week, hopefully we will get to it next week. It's like a flood of dreams. Thank you so much for sending in your dreams, you guys, because, man, we all learn from them. Every single one of us learns from these dreams. It's amazing. And um, in the chat, we have Bella, we have Francis, we have Leah, and I'm sure Liam is coming in. Um, So good morning, everybody. I didn't get a chance to get on and say good morning to everybody or good afternoon, depending on where you're at. I think we have Canada and Australia or England. I'm not sure. So we have a mix of different time zones. So our first dream is, and it's anonymous, and it says, good morning, Nadia. Please, if there is time, I had a dream from last night. I was walking to a place in a city as I was looking for it and began crossing the road on a zebra crossing. A lady on my right was on a bicycle as she started to cross the road, did hold my hand, and we crossed together. She was beautiful with long, shining straight hair, and a gorgeous smile. As soon as we were on the other side of the road, she looked at me smiling and without stopping, let our hands go. She carried on her way. Then I was in a helicopter with you, Nadia, and oh, you were, oh, I was the pilot. I was sitting at your right. The floor was glass. And your feet were moving very gently, making the helicopter move towards the destination you wanted. Then you focused on a spot as we were descending. That piece of land in the middle of the city became a place big enough for landing. End of dream. I have to say, this is so funny. I love when people dream about me because I feel like I've gone on this adventure with you. And what you are experiencing in your dream is a connection with the best of life. You're starting to see that the best of life includes you too. It doesn't just include other people. You know how we always think, oh, well, they know everything. Well, you know, they've got it together. I don't. Well, they're so lucky. Look where they live or look where they work or look how they look or look at the clothes they have or the car they're driving. And we just find every single reason why other people are better than we are. And in this dream, you're not doing that. You're starting to say, Hey, I'm happy too. Hey, 
um, part of life too. I'm not over here on the sideline watching everybody else live. I'm living too. Look, I could see the whole world. Look, I'm starting to notice the happy people because they exist. They exist. And when you start to see them, after a while it becomes what you can see. After a while, it becomes what you can see. And that's a huge, huge movement in your mind, in your life, in your relationships. Because when we change, it's not when we think we change, oh, I'm going to do this now. When we change inside, everybody knows it. Nobody has a word for it. They just know that you have changed. Something in you shifts to this place where you're calm. That calm is one of the the most attractive parts of us. That calm is so inviting that when we feel it in a stranger, we feel like we can talk to them and tell them everything, and that's why we do. Have you ever met someone in like an obscure place? You're in a doctor's office, you're at a bus stop, you're somewhere where you have to wait. And you start talking to someone, and when you leave, You know you're never going to see that person again. Yet what happens to you? You're like, I'm really glad that I met them. I never thought of myself that way. Boy, the way I presented myself was so different. I like that person. Not, I like that person, the other person. I like that person I just described, me. Wow, things aren't so bad. Things aren't so dark, so scary. How is it that my body that I had yesterday, same body, same person, same clothes, but I feel different? Well, what you feel is what other people feel, too. Other people feel it, too. Sometimes you look at someone and you go, you've changed, and you're looking at them to see what's changed. You're looking at, you know, maybe their face, maybe their clothes, and then you you don't know what to describe it. You say, wow, you look like you've slept well, or wow. Your face looks different. Well, it does because those worry muscles, they're not working. Thank God. 
and this dream, crossing the road, holding hands with somebody that you think is beautiful instead of you helping somebody. And it's not that it's not good to help someone, but when we look at helping all the time, we're giving, giving, giving. This dream is telling you that, wow, I can also receive. I am healthy enough inside to understand that everything is an energy exchange and I can receive as well as give. Receiving is huge because it takes a lot of knowledge to be able to receive and just be calm in it and not try to find reasons for getting what you wanted or feeling guilty for what you have or learning how to adjust into the person who finally got to their destination. They lived through the lessons. And now you'll start lessening towards something else, but towards something different than it being a survival mode mentality. And in the dream, the part where we were descending, there was a piece of land in the middle of the city, but it became big enough for landing. The world, the dream, your mind is telling you that you are ready to be where you belong. Your environment can accommodate you. It can accommodate your growth. A lot of times we hold back growth because we think, well, they'll never understand. They won't get it. And we make that decision for other people. But that's when you really learn who you're around. Because a lot of the people I thought weren't going to understand about Christ, I didn't even tell. And the people that I told looked at me like I was nuts. But the people I didn't tell, this is just within my family. The two people I had figured for not understanding were the two that understood out of the six of us kids. One won't even talk about it. She believes it's the devil because she's very religious. Two of them, one has his own bag of problems and thinks anything that has to do with feelings is kind of dumb, but he's starting to come around. One didn't want me to ever talk about this to her friends when we were together. And the two that I just did not figure ever for two different reasons. One, I thought it'd be too woo-woo. But then Christ came out when I was with him. And for a minute, he couldn't see me. And the other one said, I always knew that about you. You were the only one of us siblings that was never mean to me. And I never even saw who was. She was younger than I was. I got married and moved to California. But I found that wherever I was, whenever it was right for me, there was room for me to be there. And that's how you know the difference. 
It doesn't mean the other ones were bad. I get them, and I love them as much as I could ever love them. But when you have your kids and they judge you and you're going back and forth and you think, oh, my God, my kid hates me. How could they talk that way to me? It's never you they hate. It's the fact that they can't figure out what they're doing that they hate. But when you rise, there is always room to land. There's always room to land. And you're able to land. This dream is just saying, hey, green light, just go. Green light, go. Try. Don't hold back your strength. Beautiful dream. Thank you for sending it. A lot of times when people have great dreams, they're not so sure about sending them because they think, oh, you know, there's not a problem. But this isn't about problems. This is about solutions in your mind and our dreams, our dreams tell us a lot. And I always want to thank Eliana because she's the one who said, you should do a dream show every week, not realizing how much is in them. And here's Francis in the chat, rising and landing, brilliant. That's because this dream is brilliant. It's such a beautiful dream. Thank you for sending it in. I know you wanted it anonymous, but holy cow, is that a great dream. So I'm on to another dream, and this one is also anonymous. I have an anonymous dream for Thursday. I especially want to know about the last paragraph. We had to write an assignment at school like a poem in pairs. Everybody's paper was on the shelf, and I realized they belonged into the voting box. So I asked my friend, Yanko, where he was putting his, but he didn't reply. In the end, I felt like it was too untidy on the shelf and unsafe as the papers might get lost or damaged. Then I walked alone into a housing area in the hills. I had come from a client who also lived there, but I'd finished early and now was passing the other one, thinking to go there next, but assumed it would be too late. But thought you could always ask, but before I was at the door, I saw him take a shower through the window next to the door. I wanted to look away, but he'd already seen me. And before I could, wait, I'm sorry, I have to see it. To see me, and before I could ask, he said, okay, and I wondered how he could possibly know what I wanted. But I was glad I could do the Friday client on a Thursday and have the next day off. It was actually a Thursday to a Friday that I dreamed this. At the Friday's client, I discovered after some time of cleaning that the grandfather who was in a room had already been in the house for a while and I hadn't noticed. He hadn't said a word, so it bothered me that no one had made me aware that he was there. He even told me who he was, and I didn't know who he was. I had an idea what that might mean. At another house, you have a girl, a heart. I'm not sure if it was stamped out of, I don't know what STH means, like period blood? She was. Me, in a way, 
she, I couldn't cry. Then I suddenly did start, and I didn't think it was possible. Her mom was there. I said, I don't think it was possible, so I was very glad I could feel and cry. But I don't know. Then suddenly, I'm not sure if it was stamped out of, I don't know what STH is, like period blood. Okay, so there was a stain. Okay. Um. I tried to change my shirt to a better one, new and clean, but it didn't work. Just the mere symbolism of giving someone a heart like they didn't have one before and then learn to cry, although nothing is ever as it seems. There is a lot going on, like a lot of different variables just roaming around. You finished work. You were going from one day to the other. You were going to get a day off. You you had an opportunity to do two things, kill two birds with one stone. You get in there. You find people that are there that you didn't know were there, but you still managed. You're still making it through. And and this is one of those dreams. You know how when there's like a million baby steps and you're discovering parts of yourself as you go along, surprising people, people that are there. This dream is just letting you know that whatever's going on around you, you have no control over. You may want control. You don't have control. And in that, those last paragraphs, just the mere symbolism of giving someone a heart like they didn't have one before, we all have one. It's just that is it activated to work with us, to help us, to be with us. Because joining our heart is different than our mind. That was something someone said in something about we don't have a soul and had a full conversation on it and then erased the whole thing. But we are souls. It's not that we have a soul or not. That's not the argument. We are souls. At least that's the word for that that energy that makes our bodies move. We are souls. The mind is programmed with a body. Every mind, if you could imagine bodies in a row, and then the soul goes in them, and that's what activates the body. When we don't work with the soul, the body can do a lot of stuff that can sometimes be unconscionable, mean to ourselves, doesn't really hold on to the best of us because our heart, our feeling, our soul is not involved. That conscience. But the mind is part of the body computer, just like our body, our organs, our hands, our legs. They only move because they have a soul in them. When the soul leaves, the body cannot move. It dies. It's done here. In the end of your dream, you said, I also dream my husband told me, you know that for the rest of my life, I will be driving my mother's SUV. That is, that is looking at, you know, these mundane things that, okay, so what if he drives that for the rest of his life? And for, but what you're looking at is I'm growing past the stuff that's every day in our life. When you couldn't cry and suddenly did stop,
start to cry. What you are doing is activating the parts of you that are already there. We all have them. But you are activating them, which starts to balance over time your thinking. Because now you have another voice in your head that says, hmm, maybe that's not in my best interest. Maybe I shouldn't do that. It doesn't matter what everybody else in the world is doing. I can't control them. And if I die today, everyone else is going to go on. So why am I living worried about what anyone else is doing? And in this dream, you're finding surprises, a man in a room, a man in a shower, a girl with, that is resembling who you are inside. And then you have that your husband just said it's going to be driving his mom's SUV. He's going to be connected to his mom for the rest of his life. It's not the car. But that's him, not you. He can be connected to his mom. That will make him nicer to you over time. Because respect for one woman transfers to respect for another over time. It's how they view women. So you always want a man that cares about his family, his mother, his, you know, upbringing, all of that, and is grateful for it in some way. But this whole dream is just saying I'm more aware I'm starting to activate. I'm starting to activate what's inside of me. I'm starting to see that I can actually think things through. My whole life is not just one big reaction. But being able to get to a point when you can cry and not feel sorry for yourself, because most people said, not even cried. I'm like, good. You need to cry. Because when we are able to cry, we have hit a point of innocence in us that allowed us to release the stuff we held on to on the way to the crying. Did you ever notice when you cry how good you feel, how light you feel? And a lot of times we try to stop ourselves from crying because that's the ultimate I'm hurt. No, it isn't. It's the rain. It cleans everything up. When we can cry, we are able to feel enough to be able to do so. And it works both ways, when you're really, really happy and when you're not. So I hope that helps you out. Thank you for your dream. It's a, it's, this one is it's working. It's working. Whatever you're doing, you are starting to see what you need to see to be able to get away from other people and build a bridge of transition to knowing that you are the only one who can affect your life. And if you let others, they're going to. But now you're starting to feel. Now you're starting to say, hey, wait a minute. I need to start protecting myself from myself from doing that and just live my life and let what falls around my life 
be because that's when I can help other people most is when I'm me. The fact that you started crying in this dream is the most important thing of the whole dream. Is that no matter what went on around you, you still got to you. So I hope that helps you out. I have another anonymous dream. Good morning, Nadia. I had a dream last night, which was really wonderful. I woke up with the best feeling of being really close to my personal happiness, just doing what makes me a happy soul. Still feeling the happiness of my own soul, I have a new friend in my life who is very much into gardening, and in the past couple of days, I spent a lot of time with her gardening. When I had that happy feeling in my dream, I was with her, and it felt so wonderful. On the contrary, in the same dream earlier, I was sitting in a car with my boyfriend's mother, and she was driving on the wrong side of the road. I was trying to convince her that she should be driving on the other side of the road to avoid a fatal collision. But she insisted that everything was all right and her driving was proper. I just knew I had to get out of the car. Being in my dream, I was back in the garden. I knew I could switch from being in that car with that crazy driving lady to being happy in my happy gardens for one instance to the next. The feeling of happiness I held in my dream is still with me, and it's really, really cool. Much love. Could it be more obvious, the fork in the road? Paving it with love and knowing for sure you're on the wrong road? The fact that it was your boyfriend's mother? Maybe you're wondering that how your boyfriend was raised? may not be consistent with what you're looking for in life or that the values, the core values that exist there in that family aren't yours and you took it to the lineage and then you go into a garden where you're creating life And you're with people who enjoy creating life, and you're happy again. That's so clear cut that it's it's amazing. One was a risk. One is not a risk. One is telling you red flag, red flag, red flag. The other one is saying. You belong here. And you went back to the garden, so you are releasing what doesn't belong to you. And it may be hard to do that because it's a human being you're dealing with as opposed to creating and being creative and feeling productive and feeling like you're growing just like the garden is growing. You plant the right seeds, you get the food you need. You can't plant squash seeds and get a watermelon. But you can plant squash seeds and get squash. I know it sounds weird, but that's pretty much what your dream is telling you. Thank you for sending that in. Wow, and I hope you kind of saw that before you even got it out, that you just know what you know, follow what you know, not what you don't know. So we got another one. This one's from Chris Kip Woods. It was on my page. I could read it to you. 
Hi, Nadia. I had a dream that is worrying me. I dreamed that I was hiding in what seemed an old house for someone who was looking for me. And I seen a little girl sitting on the railings of a bridge facing the water, and I had the feeling that I wanted to save her. I think the girl was me. That's it, and thank you. Love you. Hug. The old house is you. You are looking for you. The little girl is the young you. And you were facing the water, but you weren't going to jump in. But a part of you wishes that somebody saved you back when. Somewhere in your life, you feel like when you could have been saved from whatever's going on in your life today, that no one saw the signs. Think about that. You wanted someone to see the signs. You're, you're trying to figure out where all this started. And the reason it was a girl you saw and you are a male is that the sensitive part of you, which was the one, and it happens to a lot of men, is never addressed. Be a man. Be a man. And then you tried to be the man that everyone wanted you to be. And it's good that you got that far back because that means that you're starting to heal. And that's what that dream tells you. You guys, I only have like 15 seconds left. I'm going to go. I'll see you tomorrow for Questions Friday. I love you guys. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.